Welcome to the Middle Management Podcast, sponsored by Aptitude Management, an Australian-based corporate training organisation. During this podcast, we discuss everything to do with leading and managing others, from new and seasoned supervisors, frontline management to mid-level leadership. We've got you covered. Your host for today is Colin Dubb. Hi there, and welcome to episode seven of the Middle Management Podcast. So we actually, we're going through this and we're getting through a whole series of episodes. And I think I might've mentioned to you in an early episode that we'd be looking at workplace delegation. And um, here we are, what can I say? So workplace delegation, this is something that's extremely important and extremely important tool to practice. And that is practicing delegation as a manager. And if you're not practicing workplace delegation, I guess I would say that you're doing not only yourself and not only your organization, but you're doing your team members a great injustice. And so what I'd like to do on this episode is bring you a whole range of, uh, I guess a whole range of information and tools and strategies on how you can become a better workplace delegator. Now, I just want to say, this is going to be quite a big episode when we were putting this together. And we were looking at all the information and, and we thought, you know what, we should probably cut this down into two episodes. So this is exactly what we are going to do. So today on this first episode, what we're going to be doing is looking at, I guess, the background of delegation and discussing things about why workplace delegation can benefit the organization, how it can benefit you as a manager, and also why managers don't like to delegate or why they may, may not use the tool of delegation. So we're going to cover a whole range of, of backgrounds. And then tomorrow on the next episode, what we will do is actually give you a step-by-step process, something that you can actually follow to get you from, all right, I've got something that I would like to delegate to a team member. What are the steps to prepare for the delegation? How to actually have a delegation meeting? Jeez, I'm saying the word delegation a lot, aren't you? But... <laughs> you know, back on track, how to prepare for that meeting and then how to actually get the outcomes that you desire, which ultimately is the most important. So look, we've got a full lineup of topics to discuss. So let's get right into it. So look, whenever in the field of work or or area of expertise, I guess one area of leadership that all managers need to fully understand, and and I mentioned this, is, is how to delegate. And delegation is an incredible value bull and often underrated skill. And so using this tool and when necessary can be the difference between an average leader and being a great leader. So look, we're going to take a closer look at why, firstly, why some managers fail to get to delegate and why you may be, I guess, hesitant to start and why you might just be holding yourself back. And with an in-depth analysis of the benefits of task allocation and a plan to get you started, hopefully got you covered all the avenues to help you understand the concept inside and out. So firstly, why don't managers delegate? Look, for some, the concept of letting go, and I've probably experienced this myself on many occasions, so it's a little bit closer at home, but the concept of letting go and handing over tasks, it can be rather challenging. And there are a few a few core causes for this, and, and that can lead to managers holding tight to tasks instead of allocating them to their employees. And there's a few reasons. And firstly, a lack of training. 
So many, as I've said before, I say this in my training and I, and I'll say this on this podcast, many managers fall into their jobs with very little prior training. And so it should come as no surprise that the majority of managers don't have the understanding and the prior experience needed to properly portion out work. And so effective delegation is very much, it's a leadership skill and leadership is learned. And so rather than one that we innately have built into our brains, and it's not, it's not something that comes naturally to pass on work to our colleagues. And so for managers who have found themselves in roles through promotion or some kind of ladder remove from, from a non-management role, this lack of training can be a real problem. And so the result is often a manager holding on to every responsibility that should realistically be, be dispersed to their wider team. Now. Training can help to rectify this problematic management style and so helping to provide those foundational skills needed for long-term success. success. The next reason might be worrying about what I would call disrupting the status quo. Now, dealing with upset employees, tempers building or toppling over pre-existing work concepts, this can be a real struggle for many managers and no matter how experienced you are, in your line of work, being a leader to others is something entirely different from any other skill set. And so managers that don't properly delegate work often do so out of fear, fear of upsetting the balance in the workplace. However, it's to the detriment. And so worrying too much about upsetting staff that because you shared the workload or focusing too much on possible negative reactions, as opposed to the benefits of delegation are all signs of a manager who I would say is focusing, focusing on the wrong things. And so to emphasize, your focus should be on work efficiency and the growth of your team members through, through task sharing. And so managers who don't share out responsibilities for this reason are managers who aren't doing their jobs effectively. And this, this needs to change. Now, next could be the fear of losing control. And again, this is probably one that's closer to me. And that's, no one likes to feel like they're losing control. Control freaks. Least of all, managers that perceive control as something that must, they must have in the workplace. So in most cases, complete control isn't a sign of good management. It's a sign of a manager that isn't properly delegating and feeling the pressure as a result. And look, all managers struggle with that loss of control, but how you manage it, this can make the real difference. And so providing your team with responsibilities and specific tasks shouldn't be seen as handing over power and leaving yourself wanting. Instead, a manager that assigns work appropriately is ultimately a manager who is doing their job. And you're lightening the overall load while providing employees with ways to grow and develop within their own roles. That's important. And look, pitfalls of failing to delegate. Look, I've just covered a few of the reasons why a manager might not want to flex the skill. But what happens when those attitudes alter the way you act as a manager in a management capacity? So look, there are a few down downsides that can result from poor implementation as a manager. Now, firstly, taking employees' jobs away from them. Look, good employees are not likely to want to stick around if they see no change in their responsibility level or the importance of their task. Think about that. You're going to lose your good employees because you're not giving them the opportunity which can arise through delegation. And if you're doing your employees' work for them, you're taking away a part of their job. 
And even if you find it easier to do so, you're likely not making use of a valuable resource. And that could perhaps even do the job, that could perhaps even do the job better than you think about that. So part of your role as a manager slash leader is to ensure that employees are doing their jobs. And if you are actively taking responsibilities from someone, they can't complete their required tasks to the standard that they need to. And this means you're failing. I hate that word, but you're failing in your role as a manager. And they are failing in their role as someone who can contribute to the team. And also nothing gets done on time or to the best quality. If you're a manager that's continually rushed while your employees have little to do, then this is another sign that you're not delegating well. And in these circumstances, failure to assign work to others means nothing gets done and when it should or do to the best possible quality. And if you're always playing catch up, the work will never reflect the time and effort that you put in. So what does this mean for your role as a manager? Look, if you aren't handing out tasks to those best suited to the work, you are never going to get the standard that you're looking for. Look, there are also only a certain number of hours in the day and going too heavy on your work, on the work your employees should be doing autonomously means you aren't putting your focus where it is needed the most. Think about that. Here's another one. And I would like to probably say this is closer to home because I've experienced this and this workload overwhelm and burnout. Burnout is a serious issue for any manager and not delegating is a recipe for stress, no matter how senior or qualified you are. And if you get stuck performing work that your lower level employees could be doing, time isn't the only factor to consider. So doing more than your fair share of work is a stressor for anyone, regardless of position or seniority. And getting overwhelmed with the amount of work on your plate is a clear sign that you should be using your management skills to spread the workload around much more. And if you aren't doing that, think about this. The plate continues to pile up. It gets higher and higher and higher. And it's inevitable that certain things will fall through the cracks. You know, your, the quality of work will drop. And you won't be able to handle, handle, I should say, the pressure, it will eventually implode. And neither of which are great outcomes for your work, your team, or your organization. So from what we've just recently discussed, obviously you can, you can see the downsides of not delegating. And then if you look at the flip side, the benefits of delegating work from managers. So management isn't a straight line. And when, and what one person excels at, Another may find a struggle, but in your position as a manager of your team, being able to properly look after your team includes being able to delegate effectively. So other than positively impacting your ability to manage, there are more ways that this vital technique can be beneficial. For example, think about this again, better trained and more appreciated staff. So being perceived as, perceived as a good and fair manager to your staff is always an advantage. And in most cases, your employees will want that they'll want to do their jobs and they'll want to handle their responsibilities well. So delegation gives them the opportunity to do this by providing tasks, feedback, as well as portioning out your work team to your team. It gives them the opportunity to also prove themselves. And who does this benefit? So while proper management is good for your staff, it's also good for you. Not only does this method benefit the company, but it improves employee well-being. And as I mentioned about burnout, it minimizes burnout and improves your own well-being. Happiest staff are team members who are willing to do more and take on more work. 
And if your employees handle the tasks, you give them to a high degree of competence, you're doing something right. Seeing the bigger picture. Now, if you aren't bogged down by all the little details, seeing the bigger picture is far easier. And as a manager, gaining that perspective can be invaluable when it comes to handling everything outside the minute day-to-day aspects of your work. So by stepping back and seeing the working cogs of your team and the wider company, you're far more capable of handling changes and challenges and problems as they arise. So trusting your team to do their work and utilizing the right techniques for delegation helps to establish that wider view. And it's easy for managers to get hung up on the smallest details, but when you let go of every little element of your team jobs, you're free to do more of the things that benefit them, you, and your company. And maintaining control in the right way. So control does not necessarily have to mean a finger in every single pie. And in management, the right kind of control is knowing that your employees will do their best work based on your own style of leadership. And so giving away work can often lead to that connection with the work your team does slipping away. But in reality, what you're doing is making different higher level connections that work better for everyone involved. And it's a different type of control. It's different. But it's vitally important to ensure your employees do their best work. And having a plan and a good understanding of what delegation is, and obviously this is what I hope to do on this podcast, is to bring this to you, can show you how it can work for your team. And it provides control in a way that gives your employees freedom to succeed, as well as room to grow beyond their expectations. So to, to finish off this first part, of the delegation episode, I'll give you a list of few points for you. And then in next episode, we'll go through them in greater detail. When it comes to using these techniques within the workplace, the first tip is to give yourself the best possible framework for delegation. And so examples of a framework might be something along the lines of this. Step one, prepare. So ensure that each assignment is well-designed before you hand it over. And preparation means understanding which staff member you're going to be giving that particular assignment to and why and what that may look like and covering any questions that they may ask you. And that involves having goals and, and, and clear objectives within the assignment. And the next step is to actually assign. So as I said, you plan out who you'll be giving it to, how you're planning on assigning it to them. And once you do that, you want to confirm the understanding to ensure that your employees know what you want, and that they understand the clear guidance on what success might look like. You also want to confirm a commitment, so make sure that your employees are committed to achieving the results. They understand the importance of the outcomes and they are motivated to achieve those outcomes. The next one is probably a uh, word of caution, but what we call reverse delegating. Don't reverse delegate. As a manager, you should not be taking tasks back, so you should not be handing a specific task or project to the employee and saying, okay, I'll do parts of it and certain aspects of it, taking the opportunity away from them. That, that is reverse delegating and you want to avoid that. And finally, accountability. Make it clear to employees that they're accountable for the work and that they're accountable for also coming to you and asking you any specific questions or communicating any challenges that they have. So I hope you got a little bit of a, a better understanding of the background of delegation and, and both the reasons 
that we should be delegating both the pitfalls of not delegating, but the positives that come about from delegating. And again, it's not just you as the manager that benefits. It's not just the organization that benefits, but your team members benefit from the process of delegation as well. Thank you for listening today. Your host was Colin Dubb. The content shared is a small example of what we cover in our management courses. Aptitude Management offers both in-person and online courses for individuals or organizations who need team training. Furthermore, all Aptitude courses are conducted through our program framework consisting of workshop booking consultation, trainer-led skills gap analysis, tailored participant training plan, and post-workshop coaching. If you are interested in finding out more, please visit the Aptitude Management website at www.aptitudemanagement.com.au. Stay tuned for our next episode.